you have mail. We're bringing it back to that. I'm using my hotmail address from now on. Uh, yeah, da 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 We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul-mouthed jerk from out of town. Foul-mouthed? Fuck you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now rocking with the worst. This is the worst case scenario, and I am your host, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion the Rap Scallion, Hunani DeFranco, the subwoofer drug pusher, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luftballons. With me, as always, the man I cannot do without, Adam Strange, aka Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, the Viscount, Dirty Finger, Tron Henley. Ooh, that's pretty good. I mixed two things. Uh, you did. And um, back with us after a hiatus. Silvery Plath, Alicia Silverstone, Babe Ruthless, Woko Ono. Paloma Abdul. Paloma Abdul. All right, so, astronauts, do we start with uh, <laughs> the multiple Springfield tire fire toxic waste train burnoffs uh, or UFOs? Which feels more delightful to you? Uh, can't can't UFOs cause the trail train derailment? We can mix do a little, do a yeah, little mashup. Yeah, like, are no. we gonna like decide if they're related? Are we gonna get to the bottom of that? I yes. thought that the UFOs were the diversion from the train wreck, and that that's what we're supposed to be looking at, so we don't pay attention to. And the, the train action. wreck, but the train wreck is a di- diversion from the new emails from um, Epstein. Went through some new emails from Epstein talking about like um, something creepy with a CEO. I saw a CEO getting from Barclays. That's what it was. Barclays, like Barclays, like yes, yes, maybe. It, okay, or or I'm defaming a, a corporation. I'm sure the Barclays CEO is, regardlessly, just as horrible as. What was it? Goldman Sachs already got caught up in that, right? Or wait, what was the bank that got caught up in it? J.P. Morgan, and I think it was the CEO of J.P. Morgan, in fact, that you are referring to because there were employees that were saying repeatedly, are you sure you want to keep doing business with this person? I know who the CEO of that company is, and I know it wasn't him. But it might be, he might be the new CEO when it's the old CEO, but it definitely wasn't. I I know what they said. Yeah. I mean, how new, how new is is Jamie Dimon the new guy? Yeah, he's in, he's there now. No, but whoever this is, I saw his name. I'm, I'm not remembering what it is. And I forgot what they were talking about, too. It was something horrible. Disney Princess. Former J.P. Morgan executive. Because yeah, okay. it was part of the same lawsuit yeah. that's up right. where J.P. Morgan, they're showing, knowingly were aiding and abetting him in the process of human trafficking. Absolutely. And that they were aware of what was happening. And then now these emails are demonstrating even further that not only were they aware of it, but that he was also partaking in it. Oh, in the, he was mm-hmm. fucking the yeah. girls. But not Diamond, somebody, who somebody else. Right, but, but wait, but it's, it's, it, it just said executive, not the CEO yeah. himself, basically. Is that what you're saying? Um, because I definitely read about how... In, oh, and Barclays also. Yeah, oh, okay. that's that's the one that... And, they, and they, they discuss their appreciation of Disney princesses, him and Epstein. Oh, God. Like he would say, say hi to... Oh, the one at J.P. Morgan is the one where it said, say hi to Snow White. And he said, what character would you like next time? And he said, Beauty and the Beast. 
Mm. And he said, I can get one side of that. Said, it's always that. No, you are the beast. It's... And then they wired $3,000. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. Fucking Discount Island, a fucking pleasure. I thought it'd be fucking. I thought they were like, at least be like houses and New York condos <sighs> and shit. I just well, and also that you know the balloons. When he was asked if he needed anything, that was his response. Uh, well, we Three discussed grand? how J.P. Morgan had helped, you know, facilitate the whole thing by funneling the money different places and was well aware that that was the function that they were performing and also helping to cover it up by funneling it and being like, oh, this money was for this and this money was for that, disguising what the money was for and where it was going to. But does it say what the Barclays people were engaged in in that way? Is it just the same thing? Over a thousand emails and he would say that was fun. Say hi to Snow White for me. Oh, my God. Just on a personal level. Do you need anything? Mr. Staley reportedly answered. Oh, he said, what character would you like next? And Mr. Staley reportedly answered Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, It's called, it's Belle, asshole. And also just like. Sent photos. Of the girl. Oh, my God. He thinks she'd have a case with, with that. I don't even know that. She These knows. are named individuals, nor uh, are they part of taking any kind no, of I know, but I mean, action like, themselves against any of it. But I if I had dressed up like Snow White on that island and then I heard about that story, I would take a look at the emails. I'm not going to say that and they necessarily I dressed up that way. I think that code names aren't because they actually dress in the character of. It was cocaine. Right. Cocaine. Something tells me they had cocaine on that island. Uh, yeah, something tells me. Next time we're here together, I owe you much. I deeply appreciate our friendship. I have few that are so profound. Wow. Yeah, he continued that relationship for over seven years and all that stuff. And other employees were sending him emails that are now also coming out saying... Are you aware of this? He's been prosecuted. He's a known yeah. sex offender. We continue to have these. And he kept reassuring so them. This is I've Steve spoken from HR. with him. I'm clear that none of this is going to happen. I'm not worried about it. He knows better than to do these things. Like he was deliberately responding yeah. to employees saying like, whoa, this doesn't yeah, feel yeah. right. We shouldn't be this. They have seven different his accounts over like this two is, decades. This is Dave from HR. Did you know that when you use the corporate email account that we read all of those? Have you considered setting up a personal Gmail account when you're talking to your pedophile friends? Because, you know, this is a publicly traded company and all that, and they can just get our records. So have you thought about fucking off of the company, dickhead? So well, the thing was is that he was a CEO of each oh, at different times. Yeah. So it's the same person. Oh, it's the same dude. Jess and Staley is his name. Jess Staley? Mm-hmm. Let's name and shame Jess Staley. Well, his name is Jess. Yeah, a, a, an adult man. Goes by Jess is weird. And was both a CEO at Barclays and at JP. And is that S T A L E Y? I never thought of that. I've had a lot of friends named Jesse, but is that short for something? Um, like like Jessminster Fuller, yeah, I believe. Like Jess, what it's, uh, Jestington? I, I don't know. Jessie. Justice? Justice? Jess. Like, I guess Jess. Just it's just, short for Jesse. Just, just Jess. He, it's short for just here for the pedophilia. Jess. Yeah. <sighs> 
I'm curious. I'm curious. It's cold now. land. It's not landing. It's not landing. Like Uncle Jesse, was he just Chesterford? <laughs> he was yeah, like Jester- Jesse James. Chesterford yeah, has her Duke. Jesse's Jesse. I yeah, think. Jesse is a full. But name. you think like on the birth certificate they got the I and the E on there? It's not an I E. It's, it's J E S S E. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the few. It's way that more sounds, masculine. That sounds looking. French to me. Yeah, it, I agree. And it's also weird because it's one of those names. How you know when you know somebody, uh, you know, named Johnny when they're a kid. Usually, by the time they're an adult, they go by John now. You know what I mean? There's like unless they're cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it's Tom, just, Tommy's not cool. Like Tom, yeah, but that's Johnny, cool. like you have to yeah. be really cool to be able to continue to play. It to play, it. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Jesse is one of those ones where it, Jesse like begins. Depp? total John. Yeah. Like if he was John Depp, that'd be so lame. Well, he'd just be a different John kind Depp. of actor. But or Johnny maybe Depp wouldn't. is like he can carry that. Yeah, Johnny Landis. I'm trying yeah. to think of other Johns. I don't it's, know. It's, you know, or like Stevie. You're not going to vote for like... <laughs> the Gospel of Johnny? Senators. You're like, I'm not going to read the Gospel of Johnny. I'm not doing what his Savior wants. Yeah, no, you definitely Who's play... Who's going to baptize me, Johnny? Johnny 316. Johnny's not going to baptize me. Well, no, a perfect uh, perfect example Johnny is... Um, <laughs> Jesus is like, bruh. <laughs> no, perfect. Bruh, bruh. Bruh. Johnny 316. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> Come on, bro. Jesus is the cool one in this story, not John. You, you know what? You're, you're, you're doing John 316, and that's that, because you're not out cooling Jesus. I'm not going to be Jesus-y yeah. or Jeezy. Or, he was like, go yeah. by Jesse. Yeah, nobody's going to listen to Jesse. You can like, be Jesse Christ. And he's like, I'm not going by Jesse Jesus. Christ. I'm not a boy anymore. Call I'm, me Jesus now. I'm Jesus now. Maybe that's what yeah. Jesse was always short for. I think so. Jesuit. Short for Jesus. Jesus, and you know he, he, he was like, I'm putting an end to this right now. I am the only Jesus. The rest of you fuckers go by fucking Jesse from now on. I'm the Jesus. You are the Jesse. (laughs) Maybe he was like, No, they're not gonna be called Christians. We're gonna call them Jesses. We, my followers, will be known as Jesses. And, uh, you know, and it didn't really catch. Judas was like, it's not landing. (laughs) No one's going to follow that. And he was like, you know what? You're you're a fucking traitor, Judas. (laughs) No, it was Thomas. He was like, I doubt that's going to work. I doubt it. I doubt it. Seriously. You know what, Tommy? You're a Thomas now. You're a doubting Thomas. He's like, nah. (laughs) No, I'm not. uh, (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I don't think so. Peter three times was like, it's not Jesse. He's like, tell me again on Monday. His, his, he'll be dead. His followers he denied were, it over and over three times. I think he denied before it. Before the cock crows, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. His followers were not as quite as devout. <laughs> no, I love that they left Thomas in there. They were like, there's one that was just like, nah. Like, but I'm the son of God. Like, okay, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> the less... Like, rise again, rise again. Let me like, see you do it. Be like, look, Lazarus was Prove just it. asleep. <laughs> <laughs> he was not. He was dead. Okay. He was. Listen. He was. Listen. You did make a lot of that water into wine last night. I don't know that. I don't know that Lazarus was entirely dead, sir. I think we all felt pretty. You know. Pretty out of it. I'll say. I will say that Lazarus was out of it. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Shut up, Judas. 
Everybody turns water into wine. It's called fermentation. <laughs> it's not a big deal. No. I invented these. <laughs> they just all got demoted. I just, like, we could, I feel like we could make a short play out of this, or at least an SNL sketch of just, like, eh, the less devout. Because they're already in there, like, Peter's copping out early, like, like you're going to deny me. <laughs> like, he knew it already. <laughs> Judas betrays him, we know that. <laughs> Thomas is in there on the books as Doubting Thomas. <laughs> how is how has no one seen this already? Like, I feel like, also, you know, like, when, uh, was it when Saul turns to Paul, it's like, he got some material in there of like, and Paul turns, or Paul turns back to Saul. He sees them coming for Jesus, putting him on the cross, like, who he, uh, I gotta tell you, who, <laughs> tough room. Uh, no, I go by Saul. My name is, you're looking for the wrong guy. My name is Saul. It's played by Rodney Dangerfield. Like, no, I gotta tell you, uh, you're, look, you're looking for Paul, you see. Uh, I got a whole other, sh see Austin Powers all of a sudden, like, it's not my bag, baby. Like, I'm not, I'm not Paul. I'm, that's not my cock pump, and I'm not Paul. The thing is, we have to make this skit really quickly while people still get it, because I don't think, like, the new generation has any idea what these yeah. jokes or stories yeah, the mean The only people that understand it are those <laughs> that are deeply offended by it, basically. <laughs> We're raised on the shit that's now. It just seems very passe to me at this point. And like, also, I think we already did it, and now the moment is over. <laughs> There's no writing this play. Yeah. It was this joke. No, we got yeah. it. And, uh, it was called Life of Brian. They did it fine. <laughs> they did, yeah, they did kind of nail that one. Now, when I first saw Life of Brian, like I just had a friend. I'm like, you ever heard of Monty Python? I was like, no. And that was the first one I'd seen. Mm -hmm. And he just, and I was like 16, and he played it for me. And I was just like, what the f How did I not know this existed? Like, there's not only people make fun of the things that everyone holds sacred, but like, they did it for a living. Like this is a job. Like, yeah. goddamn England, you got better. This is and it was a on TV guys. Then I like find out later a Beatle paid for it. Really? Oh, yeah, no, they 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 had been fucked. They, I'm I'm guessing George. I'm gonna go with yeah. George. They, they had um had yeah. I forget what the first movie might have been. Um, Holy Grail. It was one of the other ones. Was I the think first Holy Grail was. And the so first. they were they were on that riding high. But they was it was a TV show first, not wasn't it? Atlantic. Yeah, they were a TV show. But then they made the one first movie. movie was and it Holy worked, Grail. I think. Or meaning of life. I think one. it was Holy Grail. But then they um, they were making the second movie. It was all getting ready to go. And it was one of the big companies. It's not Atlantic. It was one of the big major movie labels. was like making it. The money was there. The script. They were getting ready to fly away mm -hmm. to go shoot. And then the, the head of the company saw the script and was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, was he devout? Yeah. He was like, you're not making a, a movie making fun of Jesus. They're like, it's making fun of Brian. Yeah. You know, Jesus is in the background doing great. And they're like, they never make fun of him. They're making fun of Brian. They're like, Fuck you. And so they cut it out. And then, so basically, Idol knew George Harrison and met him at a party and was just like, Yeah, we're, he's like, yeah, I love that last movie. He's like, Oh, we had a new one, but we just got fucked. And he was like, Wow, how? He's like, Well, this, this, and this happened. So George Harrison was like, I'll just start a movie company. And he secretly, they, they think he has money. He goes, he basically mortgages his house, like puts his, his one asset that he still owns up because the Beatle money's all in limbo. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, basically puts everything he owns into a company and they just start writing checks. And that somehow, then the movie blows up and is it does this, great. Wait, is this why the Beatles are still together? No, no, it's the 70s. right at the end. It's like after, right, right as they broke up, like the in the coming, like the three or four years afterwards. But then, um, and Ringo had already been making some movies. He'd been acting in a few movies, mm -hmm. and they were into movies. But then Harrison's company made like five or six other. They, they kept making successful movies afterwards, but that movie worked and blew them up. And 
It makes sense. You know, you know that George Harrison is the biggest selling solo Beatle, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the other ones. And I wonder if he would keep them up at night with phone calls. Like, I fucking told you, asshole. Like, but that's just because of his proliferation well, of material. Well, McCart- no, he had McCartney tons had of fucking more. material that they that's, wouldn't let him release. And right. I was watching I'm just it. saying he had tons of material, period. Like John Lennon died. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? In it's the just 80s, a numbers game. In right. the 80s. But, but in the, a way where he wasn't even writing that much, he was kind of out doing shit and living and bed peace and shit. He was Watching writing the a little wheels bit, go round and round. But he was being naked. Paul was like out on a farm with, with a band and his wife just cranking records out at that time. And then Harrison was in London kind of making music. And he was doing a lot. And it's a weird thing is the guy from ELO. Electric Light Orchestra had gotten so big that they were starting to have a backlash like disco mm-hmm. where he had like 17 number ones in a row and that you wouldn't even yeah. if you start if I started naming them off you'd be like well I didn't even know who that you know yeah. that to the point where he he couldn't put any more songs on the radio and so he boom puts out Tom Petty blows him up he he wrote the guy really? from ELO wrote like Free Fallen all of Tom Petty's biggest ones then he grabs no. in the wait no, you mean yeah. late stage yeah. like mid or mid stage Tom Petty yeah like, yeah, like, like the hits like right at the in the 80s first he gets George Harrison and he and this guy from ELO writes he wrote he writes Fallen? I got my mind set on you George that's Harrison a shit song, by blows way. up. That's, that's a but shit that's song. George. That's why George Harrison sold the most. That album. No, 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 it, no. it is catchy. Though, that album had eighty hit numbers. It's catchy. It was, but also, it was like, like it, but you're, talking, you're talking about eighties era. What I was watching was a documentary it's, that talked about how in the seventies, when Paul, Ringo, George, and John all put out solo albums, George's single album sold the most out of all four of them. Is what I'm mm. saying, and, oh. co- and collectively, first, I thought you meant over okay, like the, the first overall. one. Yeah, Dear Lord was his big hit on his first one. You know mm. that Oh My Lord song was, was huge, right? But the album itself sold yeah. more than all any of John Paul's. Yeah. Maybe I don't know because Paul, right. Paul's Pardon later because some Wings was really big, and people don't know that you know Wings did, sold right, more right. than the Beatles. Like Wings was huge. Wings sold more than the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Beatles that didn't have a lot bizarre. of number ones either. They did in the beginning. Then their albums just were like monsters when they came out, but they weren't. They they still had number ones here and there, but they weren't like cranking them out. Right. I love John Lennon's s- solo shit. I really do. I like I'm, it better than anything. I'm else, not saying to be you honest. Shouldn't. I also even Paul's like James Bond song was was huge. Living Let Die. Yeah, like it was like charting huge. You know. Right, but also I think it makes sense that later Beatles shit was like selling less because they did, in my opinion, and I'm not the hugest. Beatles guy, but I do like later Beatles shit. I don't generally like early Beatles shit because I, I feel like they almost did this reverse course of what most people do, where like when people are underground, they're super creative and do experimental shit, and as they get more popular, they become more poppy. You know what I mean? But like the Beatles started. But that's Super only that's because of the timeline no, of that's, the that's, psychedelic and how we think of that's things. That's a good point. Because when, really when they came point. out, like when you hear like, and this is of that era, one of the things is when they were selling records, there weren't other records. You wanted a rock record, there might have been five, you know, in the store. Interesting. Right. Where when they were in their later albums, there were five thousand, you know, like. But when they started, yeah, and they started and, doing psychedelics and, is, and going to the east, their, and, and their mean, first right. and their first and albums. That's what I like. That's, that's what the it, shit that's I like. That's when it becomes but you don't experimental. Think about that their first albums are insanely experimental because to us it's pedestrian as shit. But back then, like when we think of the, the early Kink songs, like the girl you really got me now, mm-hmm. 
that shit blew people the fuck away. Like we we hear that and we think that's pedestrian as hell. It's a little fifties love song. To yeah. them, they were like, I, but "Holy I like shit, song. distorted guitar! What the fuck is that noise? I don't oh, yeah. even know what I'm listening to right now." Like it, right. and it's so pushing the, the line. But today, it's not. Yeah, but I don't think the same tr- is true so, about but, the Beatles early stuff. Yeah, like I don't want to hold. Like I want to hold your uh, hand. Is yeah, no. like those weren't that experimental or out of the box. Not experimental, but different. I mean, they... To white people. To to what was going on at the time. Like, country music was in the charts at the time and folk songs. Yeah, I mean, they took it poppy, but I don't think they took it like experimental or pushing the... No, but there wasn't anything like it before. No, it was just... It was black music that wasn't getting the same marketing. Yeah, but different like the Beatles music doesn't sound like any black songs like that yeah early I stuff. think that that's like they sound more like, like black people later insulting to black music like like yeah. it is because but right it's 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 a right but it's a commercialized it's like a whiny version. ass fucking obnoxious but that's the thing is it's not it wasn't version commer- of rock and roll it, it's, it's commercial after it starts selling but before they're making it and putting it out it wasn't yet commercial but it wasn't like the like, Sex Pistols became commercial after it started selling. But but it wasn't that, a thought process that was outside of the consciousness of the people. Like just because it was like a different sound doesn't mean that it was like experimental or outside the box. There was no like profound thought about it that was pushing the edges of consciousness as a part of what they were doing. It's just like you know when she's seventeen, whatever the fuck I don't know what they sing about, but it was just <laughs> cheesy shit. Like you know what I mean? Like, just seventeen. You know, you know what, what I mean? mean. You know what I mean? You weren't was. like, damn, wow, what? That's crazy. Like, the sound wasn't so blowing people's minds, you and know? And I got shot by her mother. No, I think Woo. I think it was, but, and that's, again, what I mean about the difference between black music and not being marketed. It's like no one, white people were not hearing music just with a backbeat at all. Like four yeah, four set itself four four drumming at a certain tempo, and also just rock and roll in general is just sped up blues music, which is also like pulling shit out of, uh, you know, gospel and R and B and all that shit. Like white people were unaccustomed to hearing that. Well, like Elvis and, is a better example to us when you right. like that old that Elvis movie that just came out. But Elvis whole and the Beatles like are running a foot race. A country, for that shit. a country yeah, crowd but, being like, "What the fuck is he doing up there?" You know, like, or to them they've been like, "We have heard of this rock and roll." You know, we might have heard some of it, but like, holy shit, the guy's doing it right in front of us right now. Fuck. And right, like, but, that's pushing the boundaries to a degree. He's still doing what's any no, position ex- is going to be but, doing it down. But in, that's exactly down the street. why. Okay, like why like Sam Cooke, Ray Charles, they were very popular musicians. And those shows had to be segregated because they were like, oh, uh-huh. that's some shit that's going to make black people and white people fuck each other. But now, and then when the Beatles did it, it and, and, and Elvis did it, and other white acts did it, they're like, oh, it's the same thing. We're still mad at it, but it it's not segregated. But like, was, because was Blondie, white people are doing was it. Was Blondie pushing creative and artistic bounds when she rapped on her vinyl before the rap scene got a chance to get on vinyl because she was no, there. she was doing a madonna thing i mean she was ripping you know, off the fucking yeah but that's the thing is she's ripping it off but with fab five freddy, freddy she right. wasn't like ripping it off like hey look what fab five freddy's doing she's like hey my friend fred that i've been hanging out with all month at the party what are we gonna right. do on my record you know like that's the thing is it's a it fine is, line there on like what's ripping off and what's right well it's I mean, but it's but it's like rick rubin putting some early beats on early hip-hop records don't make beats on hip hop records a white thing. 
in any way, shape, or form. Absolutely. And it's but, a weird thing. We're like Planet Rock was a white guy did the drum machine work on that album. Right. Well, also, it not. was taken from Kraftwerk, which is a German band. Yeah. Well, they actually you know, used the machine. Right. Yeah. I know. I understand so, yeah, that. But, the, but, but Planet Rock comes from a Kraftwerk sample. But, and, and yes, I agree that it is a thin line. There's not, I'm not saying in any way that, like, oh, if you're, how how could I? It would be the most hypocritical thing. Yeah, it's ironic as hell for, to for hear me. you say something. And, and but I'm not saying that. I'm not saying like, oh, this that if you're white and making black, because honestly, my opinion is that if if you come from America, almost singularly, all music is black music. So if you want to make music and be creative musically as a white person, but you, you're participating in black music. But the difference is like how much of okay so for, for the difference i would say between blondie and elvis right is that uh blondie was more along the lines of like imitation being the biggest form of flattery like she was at those parties and while she's not like of the culture she was from the downtown disco culture mm -hmm. but she would like you said she would go was with fab there. five freddy and would go to those parties and but she had a platform where she's like yo i'm kind of imitating what these guys are doing she doesn't really understand rap but she goes and participates in hip-hop parties and she's like yo i'm gonna put these on on one of my disco songs yeah. and fab five freddy's like cool i'll write you a rap and fab five freddy is a notorious style biter but he at least is from the culture yeah. so it's like she's kind of imitating as a sincere form of flattery because she's like this shit is fucking well, dope something but like where elvis had been around black culture mm -hmm. but he was not a participant in the blues yeah. and shit like that he had a manager that was like i need to find a white man that can sing the blues and and rock and roll and i will make millions of dollars and that was very purposely orchestrated so that would be what i would see as the difference now, something i saw years in a documentary a while ago is that blondie did this thing where fab Five freddie had told her what break beats were mm -hmm. so that when they were recording their album that in a couple of their songs they should make parts where it just breaks down to the drums and bass and so there's a couple songs where it just breaks down the drums and bass mm -hmm. so that they could give something back to hip-hop for using hip-hop and i didn't know about that like the idea that she was and like, i think that's dope cool and even the label was like what is this part of the song it's dumb she's like, she it's like the breaks no, no 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 this is the best part of the song to this much of the audience the other part won't even notice it's there and that that alone was pretty cool but i didn't know this is the weird thing about blondie is like total sellout in a weird way where when they got their record deal they were like we're a band we're punk band we have our instruments we play them and the label was like yeah that's cool there's a guy named George, Giorgio Moroder. He's a he's a producer, and his Again songs with you and Giorgio Moroder. His songs are number one. So if we're signing you, you're gonna have three of his songs on your album. And they're like, we don't want to do that. We don't even know that guy. And they're like, okay, well that's fine. Here's Call Me, fucking record it. You know, and Call Me's a dope song though. And you listen to you. You can tell when you listen to their songs Call which me. ones. I like Blondie. Are, I don't. I, no, full, I like no, Blondie I know, in me general. Too. I'm not shitting on Blondie. No, and she. They later were just like we were mad at the time when we did it. We fought. They, the record label came to us and were forcing stuff on us that wasn't what we were about. But then later, those are their best songs. You know, and Marauder's awesome. He's an incredible musician. They, they later became friends with him once they knew him. But, you know, and his, he's like the Italian synth pioneer, right? Didn't like, they do Brass in Pocket? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know that song. Is that, yes, you do from Lost in Translation. I when Scarlett Johansson does the like karaoke thing. I don't remember. <gasps> what? I saw that a long time ago. And oh, really? Remember. I've seen it like a million times. I know. It's like your favorite thing. It's like your go to sleep movie. It's one of my top five movies. I love it. But that she sings that and I love it. 
I love that song so much. But no, I mean like Heart of Glass. Yep. That's that's yeah. really high up in my echelon. Yeah. Um, and Call Me is super dope. Like there's a bunch of Blondie yeah, shit. Marauder's thing was my favorite. But Marauder didn't didn't invent you know like drum machines, but he invented using a synth to play your drums. So he he like used a hi hat that he made with a synthesizer and the bass drum, and no one else had thought of that before, and that kind of changed disco in a weird way, and then that became dance music. You know, but Donna Summer, every Donna Summer song was Giorgio Moroder. Mm. If you ever heard any of her shit, which is the best shit oh, ever. Oh, yeah, of course. Because some of that you'll hear that, and you'll be like, it sounds like a, a house song. And you just look at the year, and you'll be like, this is 15 years before house music was invented. Yeah. Wow. Well, and also, if, if we can bring it back to um, Rick Rubin, which he does have some decisions that I find questionable. People mm -hmm. kind of hear or worship him a little bit. He's nothing. Um, He's just some dude. That's the best no, part about him. He has no musical Here skill. Here comes everybody. He right. could tap out a beat right. when he was in college. Absolutely. That's his um, skill. Everybody's just but some also, dude. Right. And also, but this is... But this or is a sexy chick. Uh, she was. Blondie was a sexy chick. He's still... Um, but my point being about is as far as like, oh, what is the difference between like ripping off or imitating appropriating or just being an actual participant is that similar to uh debbie harry who actually blondie's name of the band debbie harry actually is the name of the person but um similar to her rick rubin was at those early parties yeah. in both the bronx and manhattan and he kind of helped invent a style as far as when the first records started getting made he was like, yo, none of the records that are supposed to be hip-hop music, which it wasn't even called that then. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, that's not what it sounds like when you go to the party. And so the earliest Def Jam records, like the Curtis Blow records and, and all that shit, um, is him being like, no, you don't, there's not all this, like, like Sugar Hill Gang like doing the chic bass lines yeah. shit he's like that's not what they're doing it's like all drums and like all you know the samples are very minimal like all that shit like the style that he injected onto records was what he was hearing at the parties so that in and he was just trying to re-put that out on record and so it's like of course he didn't invent that that's what he heard at the parties but he was trying to recreate and then put on vinyl what the actual element of the thing was and that's why i think it's more of a contribution and while like i think that's a, a graduation of the things like yeah. I, I think like american like hip-hop in general is american you know just is mm -hmm. that's and the thing is it's not black it is black but it's, it is but it's as like it's the you know, like so many things it's had to happen. Definitely black. It is it's a black, it's, it's a black creation. Very but black. like, it's it's so crazy that Africa couldn't invent it. Well, no, it's 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 African American. No, I know, and I'm just saying that like and Roger I mean Lynn that, has a right, huge right. part of it, and he's not a black dude. Like I don't know who Roger Lynn is. He invented the MPC. You know, like right. there, there are like Bob Moog has a, has a piece of it in a weird way Absolutely. because like I funk mean, couldn't have happened without the mini Moog happening and like right Marconi and that's, that's invented the saying. radio and that yeah, he's and an Italian dude and so like yeah, that's, but, yeah, that and that's all what I'm saying. But America having the culture where like you know like say Eastern Europe and like the way that like the, the blocks were going it, right new styles weren't going to get created but America has this weird thing of like well you know what we don't even give a fuck about that area over there so then groups that they don't want hanging out hang out and make new things and so like the idea that like 
Right, but what, what you're saying, though, is, if I'm perceiving you correctly, is that it's, it's, when you're saying, oh, it's it's not black, as in it's not universally black, like black people from any part of the world, it is African-American, not using that term in a politically correct kind yeah. of way, using it in an anthropological kind of way, where it's like, yo, America is so, such a, a stew pot of these cultures. It's a borrowing, melting pot. Uh, sorry, you're right. That was the correct word. Um, but that. It, it has to do with, I mean, uh, to be honest, like the, the culture is coming together, the culture is coming together, but also, but also the, the oppression forcing them apart. So it's like, you know, but I, go I ahead. Mean, don't you think there's an evolution like absolutely from like the music of African nations absolutely, and the way that they have their beats and the way that they have the way that they, I'd say a big part. And then the experience of coming to the United States under enslavement mm -hmm. totally. and then creating this like soul aspect of you know their communication with one another and then the combination of those things over time to like marry their roots to like what actually happened to them oh, generation absolutely. after generation and then that becomes it's absolutely almost a, African. oppression meeting tech in this really weird way of like when the recording device got to Jamaica you know when the the, the, the plantation guy and made his way to the recording device. Which like, also it, feeds when into When the speakers it, got to Jamaica. And also, yes, because, so it isn't actually entirely uniquely American because the West Indies and, yeah, which also feeds back into the colonialism you know, and the slave the trade. British colonialism and particularly, like, pushed this weird consumerism on their, on their colonies where, like, France didn't, wasn't, France wasn't trying to ship tech to their colonies where britain was like y'all want to buy speakers and radios we got them right yeah. but even but even the earliest progenitors the earliest djs in the bronx fucking cool herc flash i'm not sure we're about Jamaican bambada were west indian children they were, they were children Caribbean. of west indian immigrants yeah. and so it does relate back to that and also emceeing as a title comes from the Jamaican toasting tradition. So it's not entirely American, but it does all relate back to the oppression of like the slave trade and the triangle trade and what like what you're saying of like things coming silvery what you're saying as far as like things coming um out of these spiritual traditions, which lead to the slave spirituals, which leads to gospel music, which leads to blues music, R&B, rock and roll, jazz, all the way up. And it's a, it's a really direct, unbroken line from even, yo, even tap dancing. You know what I mean? Like the, the way that slave masters, white slave masters understood that uh, Africans didn't have written tradition they had oral tradition it was all based around the drum and so they outlawed having drums and tap dancing comes from and this to me blew my mind when i fucking learned it but like just that tap dancing comes from uh the outlawing of the drum and people being like oh you, you think i can't bang on things and make beats like a word you don't get it it's not specifically soul about, has a sound and i can make it and i can and i can make it i made out of it 
and when I tap on things, that's what the fuck it is, bro. And uh, yeah, it's it's honestly equally. What's a- that noise he's making with his feet? He said you got a little dick. <laughs> Everybody gets it, but you. And honestly, white people just not getting, just not getting it, not getting the joke, or not getting the soul of things has as much to do with all of the creation of this unbroken line of music as anything and also just like we can put a pin in it i don't want to like go there now but have you guys seen speaking of he has a little dick that (laughs) penis size has grown 24 percent in the last three decades for everybody or across the board the average penis size has grown Almost a quarter of the size in the last three decades. Like, new people or was it like old people got longer penises? Damn this future dick. I keep losing out to future dick. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I know. You think it's got something to do with bovine growth hormone? Are titties also getting bigger? Um, no, I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I mean, honestly, I, I was like, been, what's been. the thing? Like, what is it about? Like, what would possibly be causing that? Drugs, food. Um, the the what is it called? Yeah, the, like maybe Viagra. growth hormone shit People and pissing stuff. out the Viagra and it's getting back in the water supply. No, but no, that that makes it harder. That doesn't make it bigger. It fluffs it a little bit. I don't know. I've never. I have no idea. Twenty five percent in that's, three decades is significant. Yeah, that's very significant. Yeah, that's where were they measuring though? Were they like you know? Were they? they that's like six percent per decade. That's pretty fucking significant. So like or dudes are lying. So honestly, it means like people's little brothers. And it's not like less like circumcision, hanging, is it? I mean, dumb. is it just like because that adds a little bit? Wait, what? If you don't circumcise, it adds a little bit. No way. It, it depends on how Aww. you measure it. it, it makes it, they, they, they look. Did I hit they, a sensitive they, spot, they fellas? A little bigger, but without no, that, I've without that turtleneck, it. they can stretch out an extra like. Right, but that's not actual dong. That's foreskin. I it's thought we were talking still about skin on the penis that makes up the penis. It's forty hundred and forty thousand nerve endings. Yeah, but hold on. If you but if you were dating a dude who oh, pulled his foreskin out, you guys are so out, sensitive. That's just, that's just a baggy. No, we're baggy unsensitive skin because we're circumcised. Yeah, we can last longer because we don't feel so much. Oh, no, but you nobody guys think that's how it nobody works. measures yeah. foreskin. <laughs> how it works. You put a condom on, I get like I get like two more. 20 minutes at least. Oh, my God. How many dudes you fuck? I can fuck? add like another half a not, minute if I have a condom. Not a tremendous amount. I don't fuck a tremendous One, amount. One, all the dudes. time. <laughs> Do you call it fucking yourself when you masturbate? Oh, yeah. The whole time I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> he actually you holds his hand. No. He actually holds his hand still and humps. <laughs> um, No, but I just. I, I could see it, actually. I just, I'm yeah, saying like, work. if you. <laughs> Like if if you were like uh, hanging out with a dude who like pulled the foreskin up as far as it could go and was like, no, look, I'm fucking nine inches. Like I'm saying, it doesn't have to do with that. That was my original point. The science is real, though. They're not measuring it differently. Well, they're not shaving the balls so it looks bigger. Into this study, (laughs) was it a double blind study? Oh, this is. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) I just know that's the way you study things. No, it's there. Yeah, okay, no. I, yeah, there mine. was a, um, there was some what? study a little while ago about how um, it was I want to say Greeks lived longer or had less cholesterol, and it turned out that the guy that was doing the study would only test these people during Lent. 
I don't, but I don't because they would they, he would test their blood when they were not eating meat for forty days. Right, but how does that mean he knows that they live longer? They had lower cholesterol. I, it wasn't because he basically was saying that the Mediterranean mm. diet is healthier. He but did the guy some kind who, of double blind. The guy study? who proved that was was totally fake, and it took decades for anybody to figure it out. Okay, so for any future fact checkers, if you're looking to see the study about how penis size has increased, mm -hmm. um, the Google search you should not put in is penis size increase. Yeah, that was no, not that's for sale. <laughs> that was not no. the Google search for me to that do. That led you back to the P Viagra in the water study, did it not? I now have many products that we could get paid to advertise on I just can't this imagine. And you're, and you're going to for quite some time now. Just the idea that somebody was, it was a center and they had public funds and the guy was like, what are we going to spend this money on? You're like, you want to measure dicks? Let's measure dicks. <laughs> like, I was going to do climate change, but let's measure dicks. So warning. Mm -hmm. Like men's health, warning? Men's Health Magazine reported penis length has grown 24% in recent decades. I'm going to say three because I've read other articles. What about mm -hmm. width? That may not be good news. No. Oh. Don't, 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 don't. What is it? Does it say? It was good news oh, to no. me, men's no. health. They're, they're going to keep growing. <laughs> well, oh, my pants. God. I know. They're going to be like monster dicks. The entire pants infrastructure will have to get men are proud of, and like women are like, They're like, mm, warning. No. It might not be good because guess what hasn't grown? Vagina size. <laughs> Vaginas are shrinking. <laughs> Vaginas are shrinking. Oh, it's because of male fertility experts. That's the million why, dollar question is why would this occur? So congrats to the worst case for yeah. asking the million yeah. dollar question. Before we won. We we'll right. take our million dollars now. Why are they growing? I don't know. He's a urologist, blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait. Let me ask. Some okay. studies. Can blah, I make blah, a guess? Blah. Before you get to it, let me make a guess. The reason it might not be good is because uh, is uh, balls cannot ejaculate as far as they used to yeah. so this the sperm is not it's not making it all the way as yeah. far so like longer dicks is like a like a bullet getting yeah. stuck in the end of a rifle i was only okay, not there to yet. swim six inches uh, that was my guess though i know I'm but guessing. slow down is, okay. the, is the guy's name comical what is the average length of the erect penis across all regions and decades six point around the world Average, yeah, I'm going six, six and a half. You guys are so well hung. <laughs> I'm not saying I got, I got, I'm not, I don't know what mine is. 5.5 inches. Oh, oh. That, that's, that's, that's the, been the world average, I think, until now. Now you guys now. might be right on. Oh, point. we're screwed now, huh? Oh no, is it like eight ish now? Men used to be honest when they answered this question. <laughs> Can you do math? 24%, bro. I can't know. Math is not my strong suit. That would be um one point. Oh, it's declining male sperm and declining testosterone levels are actually causing larger the, penises, which is wait, kind of I weird. Did Tucker kind Carlson of weird. pay for this report? Yeah, I don't understand. Tucker Carlson was like, you know what? These were... these she beta males are cucking us with their tiny, with their with their enormous fake penises. Or no, oh. it might have been the other dude now, who's not, the not Jordan Peterson, but the guy who's just like him, Shapiro. Did Shapiro. you ask for the name though? It's yeah. like of the person is that's it like, is cited. It Richard Johnson. No, it's Hodling. <laughs> like my Hodling, my, my Hodling. I want you to okay. please. No, it's it's. I feel like this study is going along the lines of uh, 
the boys ben, are reaching ben, puberty earlier. Ben Shapiro, though, when he like w- girls growth hormones. When he when he was it's like of feminism. No, when Ben Shapiro was like yeah, like we demand bigger penises. Her that Cardi- is our feminist right. I don't know if it's a right, but it's definitely a privilege. It's whatever we want it to be. Um, but no, when Ben Shapiro heard uh fucking um Cardi B wet ass pussy, and he was like, "That's medically not okay." My like wife's she, a doctor, and she, she said that her vagina never gets wet. That's gonorrhea. And you like, she has an infection. Well, recently, Chelsea Handler made a <coughs> made a comedy video, mm-hmm. a little clip for The Daily Show that was like, the joys of being a childless woman. Right. And it was like, I wake up in the morning at 7 a.m., and I think, why the fuck would I be awake at 7 a.m.? And then I go back to sleep till noon. So then at noon, I wake up, and I decide, what am I going to spend money on? And this is like a joke. It was mm-hmm. a joke. Tucker Carlson and some guy lost their fucking minds about how these feminists are destroying America because they don't want to have babies anymore. And her dried up old stuff couldn't have a baby anyways. And she says she can do anything just as good as a man. But if you've ever seen a woman back into a parking space, then you know that's not the truth. They fucking said that on the prime time. On prime time, nowadays, they made a, they basically made a bitches can't drive joke. Yeah, because no one watches prime time. Yeah. True. Well, also, Fox they think women watch. can't back that thing up? Yeah. That's how you make that joke. That's how you stick the but, dismount. But they made that. Jo- they made a joke of like, and they were both like, oh, oh yeah, it's funny. They can't drive at all. Also, <laughs> like, are you what? She's really rich and We have backup cameras now, so. Like, Dana Kirkpatrick, motherfucker. Fuck out of here. There's women drivers. It's a thing. You want to tell me how Asians suck at driving now? Next, sir? I thought you were going to talk about them that. sucking something else, and I was like, please don't do that. Uh, okay, well, also. Well, Asians were bad drivers so back in the day. So the reason, if we may revisit anymore. your study, um, the reason that dicks are getting bigger and it's bad is because they're less fertile. We did not get fertile. to the bottom of it. Oh, apparently. Oh. No, apparently, apparently but now you're more likely to no, with a larger penis. No, apparently you're oh. not. You're less likely to. I thought with you're the more, larger. She's talking a, about the bottom oral, of hers. We're talking about oral and vaginal. That was the oh. joke. I was. I was. Oh, I meant volleying it. back. Yeah, I, meant, I was going for the cervix. I meant and yeah. you were going for, for the, the back the, of the I meant throat. The, I meant the yeah. stump of the dick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know, no, like I, the, I understand. I understood. I was trying to volley it back, and I'll, you know, we penis. That's okay. I like to focus on penetration. <laughs> That's for me to do. Those are, you know, those are both penetrative jokes. But okay, so, but I don't understand the concept of where they're like because uh, men are being born with less testosterone, their dicks are bigger. Does that mean like their balls are smaller and the energy is all going? Is, is no, it, they didn't say that. They said longer puberty period. Mean because less like chemical is the only no, thing. No, you're I going can through the of. puberty period longer because we're starting earlier. So girls and boys, right? We see that uh, children are developing physically more faster and rapidly. Are they still, right? right? We look at kids at a younger age mm-hmm. now, look yes. like they are, and they're saying. It's not just the girl that you notice has boobs when she's younger. Right. Also, it's this just, is happening for males. We just don't see that. See it out front. And so we're not talking about Because they're not it, wearing enough gray sweats. Is that what you're saying? We need to institute a gray sweats policy no, no, in middle not, schools. We is are that not, what you're advocating? We are not silvery advocating. Because you're starting a silvery plath brand of sweatpants. This is, and I see where this is going. This is a biological report, definitely. Nothing that is any It's not kind about of, your branding. Nobody wants to put children in anything sexually Spin explicit. Off. That's not God, It would be great if we could prove that global warming was changing people's gender. 
Mm. No, it's the toad thingy. You know, like if we oh, said that, like it's yeah. these, it's these chemicals we're putting in the atmosphere. They're turning boys into there girls. There is some shit around that though, around plastics and the estrogen that's released from the plastics and how we're like constantly yeah. infused. Can we by focus? Plastics. Have you not on spy? Are we no, not I just I'm, I'm, I'm in the nest. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at podcasting. Um. No, okay, we can't, we, all right, if you want to finish the plastics thing, but I also oh, definitely want to get back to, like, I'm, I'm not grasping it, like, so longer refractory periods, you have a longer puberty. adolescent, a longer puberty period, then those hormones are pulsing through at, like, a larger amount for a longer period of time are going to mm -hmm. cause more significant physiological changes in all of us. But it's I would, just that uh, we have yeah. noticed here's it the with thing, girls. Is with, I would say that, it's the same as the penis, like, okay, puberty changing is the same as the penis length changing. What's causing it? Yeah. You know, like, right, correct. that's the thing. It's like, is it a chemical we're ingesting? It is, is it very likely that it is in the chemicals. Gas? Is it, milk? it is very likely that it is all of, Meat. I think all those things combined, right? Like, so the chemicals, the different hormones that we get artificially. Rap the, music. You know, growth coddling. hormones. It could be coddling. Because if we're not mean to these little boys, they'll just keep pubering. I'm sorry, but if you no, I'm really that's I, people that's say the other that. way around, yeah. Well, if you're coddling, if you them, coddle them, you would think that they would have like a smaller a penis shrinky size. Dink. Because... Well, they get the more estrogen from being Nancy boys, right? They would call it or whatever. I mean, right. I don't. I think it's just that's what I was saying. It's like so I it's get the opposite. We don't know. They it's called Frodo bagging. No, I know that we don't know, and none of this is real. I'm yeah. just saying, like that theory doesn't even make sense as well, a you joke. Think, well, you think if the like, kid no. had a hard life, he'd man up quicker. Or some shit. For I don't sure. even know. That's like the the thing. Life that's... is really hard the past three decades. Maybe that's you why. It's like a boy named Sue kind of thing. I mean, no. That's what that's what I they say, or that's the idea of that men are too effeminate is a conservative argument right now. But the and they're boy like, named they're just, they're being Sue too nice to people. is the opposite, where yeah. he has to He's become tough so from tough. being beat up yeah. all the time by being a sissy. And so he beats his dad up, if I remember that song right. Does he actually? I think at the end he beats his dad, dad up? up. Yeah, he doesn't know he his does? dad. Yeah, he's like he doesn't know his dad. He hated him and his dad. I know he that. Finally meets him and his dad tells him why he gave him the horrible name. It was so he could be this tough. And then he beats his dad up for doing it. I know the song and I don't know that. Uh, you know who? Verse? Do you know who wrote it? I'm gonna guess it wasn't Johnny Cash. Doctor Seuss. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm doing the names wrong. It's not Doctor Seuss. Shel Silverstein. Shell Silverstein from where the sidewalk Doing the ends. names, I know who Shell Silverstein yeah. is. Oh, you don't have to like have a. Caveat. That was for, that's for our listeners. They're not oh. smart like us. They can't help it. They listen to shows like this. Shell Silverstein wrote a boy named Sue and Johnny Cash and Shell Silverstein partied together and he borrowed no, the lyrics. Not Doctor Seuss. No, Shell Silverstein. I said Shell. So no one is oh, talking about Doctor Seuss anymore. He's a racist motherfucker. No one even refers. Shell Silverstein anymore. was hanging out at the Playboy Mansion in Chicago. He lived oh. there. And he um he lived there and he was he drew a two page spread in it. That was his his job was to draw a two page spread of people on I feel a vacation. Like it's too clear. The he Playboy got, Mansion and but, the spread. But joke, he left. He didn't right like there. he awesome. didn't like yeah. Hugh. And he decided he was bored of Chicago and he was going to write country music. Fuck all you guys. Packed his bags and he went to Nashville and he started writing country music and he had about five hits. What were the other ones? I do oh, not know. Also, your new show alias is Shell Silverstein. The cover of the Rolling Stone was one of his... Like, the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. I think Stone. it should be Shelly Silverstein because then it like makes it different and also Giggity. a little more feminine because yeah. I'm like... Because you went through puberty like longer than everyone else. And, uh, I did. I think there's a lot of growth hormones in the milk. I, I would me. say that there is. 
Um, also, I feel like it ties back to uh, the beginning of the conversation. Jamie Diamond, yeah. boy named Sue. Uh, right. Also, being an adult Johnny. You Jesse. know what I mean? CEO power broker who was once accidentally accused on a podcast that will be nameless of being involved in the J.P. Morgan Barclays scandal with Jeffrey Epstein. Who? All of it. Jamie Diamond. We talked about him earlier. The guy we thought we were talking about. Shine bright like a diamond? Shine, Shine on you, Jamie Diamond. <laughs> Like, this see. actually ties like almost every conversation. I'm sure I'm like, we talk about he's this got like, the money to have Pink Floyd at his birthday party. You know, he could be like, hey, here's how you're doing it tonight, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, have you seen the Pink Floyd drama? One of them was. Did you see is, the halftime show? Is there any relevance? <laughs> Which anymore? diamonds do we want to talk about? Well, because Pink, I thought Rihanna's Pink... fertility ritual was phenomenal. I, is I that what that it. was? Yeah. Because I, didn't I was it. into it, and guess who wasn't? The wrestler Goldberg, Goldberg, which apparently is relevant for any <laughs> fucking reason. Like he was a what? wrestler once. It uh, was a fertility. But ritual. what does the Big Show think? But hold on, like the guy who was uh, the really pale imitation of Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin really doesn't like what Rihanna does. Well, what does Stone Cold think of it? Didn't. Feel it was relevant. Okay, well then his imitators don't really no, need like, a, a voice. Stone Cold, he keeps saying this 316. We think he's like, you know, there's a lot of Jews out there that could like him, but they uh, don't. I got an idea for a Jewish version of him. His name's like, Goldberg. Stone Stone Cold, you know what? You, you're Jesse not Goldberg, a, 316. You're not a Johnny. You're a Stone Cold. It's back to Jesus. He's like, you're not a Johnny. You're a Stone Cold. You're a John. And he's like, no, I'm a Stone Cold. He's like, no, I'm a Jesse. I'm a Jesse. I, you're all Jessies. What I'm saying to you is you're not a Johnny. You're a Stone Cold. We almost kind of have to wrap it there seven minutes early because I don't know any way to tie it back more than that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if any of that landed for the listener. <laughs> I hope so. Um, it, was, it was the long puberty. It was like that Gina Davis movie, The Long Kiss Goodnight, but this was the long, oh, well, this was The Long Puberty. There are so many titular lines here. Gina Davis is apparently a big um, philanthropist. She's out there helping people all day, every day. I didn't know that. Why yeah. would you be surprised? I don't know. I wasn't it's written not. all over her. Some people are. I don't know. Come on. She, yeah, she essentially quit um She's good people. You can acting. tell by looking at her. Because um, Bill Bo Murray said something. No, 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 for um, just, like, feminist reasons of, and there's a <laughs> lot more. It's so funny that feminist is still even a thing. It's so bizarre. You, accurate. <laughs> but basically a lot of, like, shit from the Me Too movement and shit from portrayal, the, you know, what was called the casting couch, and also, like, what roles women were allowed to play and not play. It's not that she, it's, she kind of, like, to say she quit acting is, is kind of putting it in in a glib, kind of minimizing light. It was it's that she she stopped to kind of do some activism behind the scenes kind of shit. Well, it's, a, it's not like acting is like noble. I, I'm you know like I don't want to be rude to be. actors, but it can know, be for the most it's part. It's an art. It depends you, how you use for it. For the most part, you were like I don't want to 
work. No, no, that's not true. You can portray something that is absolutely significant and really important for people to see in a believable way. It's an art. Have you seen the how? What the- you were gonna say? Did you guys? Well, this is. It felt like no. I, I felt like you had a, a thought on that Gina Davis role. It's too far. She okay, but she started I'll a foundation. She, I mean, we do have seven more minutes. I just we wanted did. to end on that tying the whole thing together. We could have ended on Shine On You, Jamie Diamond. We honestly could have ended uh, when we were like, yo, let's write that fucking play. Nah, I don't think so, no. And no, That was like the no. first five minutes. I'm doubting. I know. Uh, See, I'm, I'm doing a, <laughs> a callback here. No, no, I don't think so. And I loved it. No. Oh, my God. That you know what? Three more times. Three more times. Um... <laughs> All right, on behalf of Shelly Silverstein, a.k.a. Paloma Abdul, a.k.a. Silvery Plath, and the Strawberry Yard Shark, a.k.a. Fanny Wiggles, known in the streets as Francine Wigglestein, a.k.a. the Sherbert Dragon, the Atlantic Whitetail Silly Dog, Visenya Maraxis Applebaum. Yeah, that's you. And uh, on behalf of Adam Strange, a.k.a. The Vice Count, Dirty Finger, Tooth Willis, Forrest Gums, uh, Worstronauts, you have been now rocking with the worst. And I am your host, Falio Iglesias, MC Onion, The Rap Scallion, Punani DeFranco, The Subwoofer Drug Pusher, The Dime Store Crime Lord, Known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie, the Archduke Depeche Mode, Von Luth Balloons. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make a right, but three wrongs definitely make a worst.